Blog Talk Radio. This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In 1945, most Romanians ran from the Russian tanks rolling into their villages. Richard and Sabina Wormbrand handed gospel booklets to the tank commanders. Having spent more than 14 years in prison, Wormbrand would later testify to the U.S. Senate about brutalities suffered under communism, even taking off his shirt to reveal 18 deep torture wounds. Richard Wormbrand, founder of The Voice of the Martyrs, once said, As the communist atheists allowed no place for Jesus in their hearts, I decided I would leave not the smallest place for Satan in mine. For more on his life and legacy, go online to persecution.com. I'm Jay Bartland. I'll be here for the next half hour or so exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Today, I would like to discuss the subject of fearful monsters. Fearful monsters. Now, monsters come in various kinds of forms. I'll never forget the meeting I held in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It was a it was a tough night spiritually, and I'll never recall. But the, it was complete. The meeting hall was completely full. We had to bring in some extra chairs to accommodate the many families and individuals that arrived for deliverance and healing. And by the way, I'm going back to Toronto uh, here in some weeks. Pastor Ron, uh, my our Canadian faithful Canadian coordinator will be joining us, and and it's just it, we I, I always have a great time in, in Toronto. Get uh, get the word out, get your family and friends, uh, gather them together, and I'm looking forward to being in Toronto here very very soon. But I'll never forget the meeting there in Toronto. I mean, there there, there were some very strong spirits in the meeting hall, and some. That were just 
monster-like. But Jesus still prevailed, and many thousands of demonic spirits were sent to the, the abyss. After teaching for nearly four hours from the scriptures, I led everyone in Holy Communion. And then after Holy Communion, we began to pray for the sick and the demonized almost immediately. Spirits within a 31-year-old woman surfaced. The first group that surfaced were the Hindu spirits named Hanuman. Hanuman. They spoke to me as they shook her body and growled like an animal. See, demons are monster-like. They could be very vicious. They could have the appearance of being very... They, they want to intimidate, to bring fear, to instill... They're very fearful. They could be very fearful. They actually spoke to me, and they said, we've been, we entered her ancestors thousands of years ago through idol worship. They participate in blood sacrifices involving human and animal sacrifices. There's blood oaths. We will fight you. Now, Hanuman, just to give you some background, is considered a mighty ape, like an ape god within Hinduism. Worship as a symbol of strength. Hundreds of millions of people around the world honor this demon. Now, that's right. I call Hanuman a demon. You know, Paul equates into idolatry, into demonism. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 that those Gentiles who offer sacrifices to idols, they don't sacrifice to idols, but unto demons. There's a supernaturalism, evil supernaturalism involved with idolatry. There's demons. We entered her ancestors thousands of years ago through idol worshiping. They participated in blood sacrifices involving human and animal sacrifices, blood oaths. We will fight you. That's what Hanuman told me in the meeting. He's considered a mighty ape god. I mean, hundreds of millions of people around the world honor this demon. Make no, make no mistake about it. This is a demon. As I've often shared with live audiences throughout the world, throughout the world, some of the most powerful demonic spirits I've encountered are rooted in these major false religious belief systems that exist in our day. Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, and I should add witchcraft. Just a, the past hour, I've been dis, I was discussing the power of witchcraft. I mean, there's billions of people that have been affected by witchcraft. Billions of people. It's hard to kind of... Um, gather statistical data regarding the numbers of people involved in witchcraft because witchcraft is so pervasive. And are we talking about just the Ouija board? Are we talking about uh, those involved in astrology, those involved in necromancy and tarot, the tarot cards? There's so many forms within the realm of witchcraft. It's hard to to gather data. But it's by my estimation, out of 31 years of gospel ministry traveling the world, I, I would say billions, billions of people are being affected by this belief system, the belief system of witchcraft at some level. Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, we're talking about billions of people. We're speaking of billions of souls enslaved to these false religious groups and belief systems alone. I mean, these alternative spiritual movements are being energized by very strong demon powers such as Hanuman, which is a very popular demon god throughout the Hindu world. For hours, I battled these, what many would say, fearful spirits, 
There were many other Hindu spirits that were rooted in ancestral blood sacrifices. They were quite strong. But Jesus set this woman free from so much. At one point during the exorcism, the Holy Spirit directed me to a precious little nine-year-old girl who just loved. In fact, she's one of my biggest fans. She just loved the meeting. In fact, a few times her parents were needing to leave, but she pleaded with her parents to stay and participate. They stayed. I mean, isn't that wonderful? I love seeing kids like this, filled with Jesus on fire. I just love like seeing my kids be involved in the meetings. As, as many of you know, I take I travel with my kids and uh, at times, and, and they just love the ministry. They love casting out evil spirits. I mean, throughout the night, this young girl who was sitting in the middle of the sanctuary with her parents was praying out loud for demons to depart in Jesus' name. When I inquired about her coming to assist me, she readily came up with no fear. See, these demons like to take upon the form of like an ape, like an Hanuman, or like an alien, or that like to appear as monsters. We're not to be fearful of them. They would like to intimidate you. Scary faces. Shadowy forms, grotesque, ghastly appearances. Demons are known to take upon fearful, intimidating appearances. But don't be, de- don't be deceived. They have been defeated. And the power of Jesus Christ is superior. That's why I'm mentioning that what happened in Don- Toronto. Jesus used a nine-year-old to destroy what appeared to be a very fearful, grotesque monster, Hanuman. At one point, <laughs> I mean, they, I, I'm telling you, they were petrified of the nine-year-old. <laughs> they were petrified. Why would they be petrified in a public meeting? You would think they would be uh, very intimidating and boastful and arrogant. They would... What does Jesus say about children, especially of children? The kingdom of God belongs to such as these. This nine-year-old? Stood her ground in Jesus Christ and defeated this fearful monster. I don't care if it's the power of witchcraft, the power of Santeria, the power of voodoo, the power of Satanism, the power of sorcery, the power of spiritism, the power of Islam, the power of Hinduism, the power of Buddhism. It all has to submit to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Don't be fearful of these monsters. This nine-year-old wasn't. <laughs> Hanuman was petrified of this nine-year-old girl. At one point, they fell to the ground, and the little girl demanded the monsters to leave in Jesus' name. <laughs> Don't you love it? Don't you love it? Seeing young people standing up for Jesus Christ and defeating these fearful monsters, at least they uh, that's what they like to appear as fearful but deep down, they are so scared. They're actually fearful of us. The demons are actually very, very intimidated by our presence. By our presence. Because he that is in us, Jesus that is in us, is greater than he that is in the world. That nine-year-old encouraged many in that meeting hall there in Toronto. But there's a lot more to this story I want to share with you about how to defeat witchcraft, how to defeat fearful monsters. 
And I know I get a lot of many people uh, calling in, sending me email questions. I just feel like there's a need, and I we'll see how time goes. But there's just a great need to offer encouragement to everyone and to teach on the subject. Many people are so intimidated and fearful of witchcraft. Yeah, it is a force to be reckoned with. I'm not saying uh, that somehow dismissed the witchcraft. I mean, it is a force. And I, as I taught the past hour, uh, witchcraft can affect the believer. I just proved it to you in Galatians chapter 3. Of course witchcraft can affect, especially if it has rights to you, uh, meaning that they can get into you. They can oppress you and, and invade you. Now, they can't invade your spirit nature because remember, you're tripart human beings. If you've been born again, your spirit nature has been raised where? Well, Ephesians chapter 2 tells us that our spirit nature has been raised to be with Christ in the heavenly realms. So your spirit nature can never be affected by death, by sickness, by sin, by witchcraft, by curses. I don't care if it's a generational curse, a witchcraft curse. I don't care what it is. It cannot be affected because you're in Christ. So where can witchcraft attack you? Well, of course, in your body. In your soulish realm, in your emotions, can witchcraft bring fear? Of course. Can witchcraft attack your mind or your emotions? Yes, absolutely. But they cannot get to your spirit nature. Thus, we have victory. Because that's the true you, is your spirit nature. And Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, so clearly teaches that we are hidden with Christ. Hidden. We're hiding in Jesus. So we have all power and authority over these things, which the nine-year-old understood. I'm hoping these podcasts, these broadcasts, these presentations will open your eyes, will somehow encourage, inspire you to go forward. Now, many of you listening in right now, you need deliverance. You're being victimized by these fearful monsters. You're being victimized by witchcraft. They've been able to get to you. That's why we hold these public meetings. Now, I'm going to offer a prayer here in a moment. Now, I've I, I received a powerful, incredibly powerful testimony of somebody just listening to these pro podcasts. We hear these testimonies all the time. People just listening to these podcasts are getting delivered from evil spirits, getting miraculously healed. Now, sure, I, I, I think it's more effective uh, for obvious reasons when we do it in person. I mean, I get that, and uh, that's why we hold these massive amount of meetings throughout the world. But I, I, that's why I do these podcasts. That's why I do these presentations, because I, I know that God can heal and deliver you as you are listening to my voice, as we call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus can set you free, and we're, we're going to do some ministry, live, on-air ministry. Well, I'll be offering prayers, and many of you are going to get set free. At least an element of freedom. Now, there's a chance that it may just stir things. <laughs> it may just stir things up. Well, if it stirs things up, well, that look, get to our meeting. Don't procrastinate. I mean, the enemy would like to keep you from our meetings. Get to one of our meetings. Very, very important. Get to one of our meetings. I'm going to be here. I don't think I even mentioned have I? I I'm going to be here in Houston. I'm in Houston right now. I know uh, those of you who didn't listen to the first hour, uh, I'm in Houston, Texas. <laughs> it's kind of cold here. 
but uh yeah i'm here in houston uh and uh it's great to be back I mean, we were just here just what a few weeks ago i think and it was a packed hall uh many were impacted by the ministry I, I would encourage you to get to our meeting here tonight. We're at the Marriott North. Let me look at the address again. I keep on. It's the Marriott North. The, the seminar is at 7. And I want to encourage you, if you're able to, yes, 255 North Sam Houston Parkway East here in Houston, Texas. A couple more hours until the seminar. Get to the seminar tonight. Don't Don't wait. Uh, I'll be back in Houston, but don't wait. Now is the time. God is, look, God is touching many of your hearts. Get to our meeting. If you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, I know we have many people listening in from Vancouver, British Columbia, where I live part-time in downtown Vancouver. Beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Get to our meeting in Vancouver. Please, get to our meeting. We're here to serve you. We're here to help you. We're here to love you. And then I'll be back in Los Angeles at, uh, in Pasadena in our Los Angeles meeting, which is Sunday night, seven, uh, 6 p.m., and then back to Torrance on Monday. I'm looking forward to being with you. I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a portion of scripture taken to heart by every real-life Jesus freak. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. You see, Peter saw suffering for his faith as a privilege. After his final arrest and sentencing, Peter announced he was not worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Savior and requested to die on the cross upside down. How about you? What will be your final request? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. to deliverance. I'm so thankful that you've decided to take a few moments to be with us on the broadcast, on this presentation as I deal with these fearful monsters, as I deal with the subject of witchcraft. I was sharing with you that uh, in a meeting in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, there was a precious nine-year-old who assisted me in helping cast out fearful monsters, destroying demons. The demons as they surfaced within a woman who had these powerful Hanuman Hindu spirits, they were petrified of the nine-year-old. At one point, they fell to the ground, and the little girl demanded the monsters to leave in Jesus' name. They they obeyed, and many departed for the pit. I mean, I could really sense the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit upon this young one. I mean, she conducted her first public deliverance at age nine. It's amazing speaks volumes of her mother and her father. She had no fear. And then half the crowd operated in unbelief and in fear. No wonder Jesus said concerning the little ones that the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Not only was this 31-year-old woman set free from thousands of Hindu monsters, but she also experienced a deep inner healing, including a little five-year-old broken heart part that experienced trauma of being locked up in a darkened closet as a little girl. The terror brought about dissociation, brokenness, the shattering of her soul. I also spoke to a 12-year-old that had been created because she watched, quote, a scary movie, close quote, that brought fear. My friends, with kids, all of us need to be careful. We need to protect our kids' hearts. It doesn't take much to traumatize their little hearts, to bring about dissociation, to bring about a shattering. And monsters are appearing to little ones, are appearing to children, traumatizing. Demons take upon the form of monsters. Don't be surprised. And when there's brokenness, they like to scare the little broken heart parts and appear as grotesque, nefarious, Ugly beings taken upon like the form of an alien, of a ghost, of a ghastly figure of some sort. But don't be fearful. These monsters have to obey Jesus Christ. My friends, 
On that night, those little heart parts were guided to Jesus for healing, and this woman experienced a profound, deep inner healing and deliverance. She was really happy and joyful. Her smile tells, I mean, that deep, deep smile tells the whole story. That smile that she had just spoke of peace, of comfort, of, of freedom, of deliverance. You can experience that too. You can experience that too. And I'm going to pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whoever you are that's listening to this podcast, this broadcast, this presentation, you can be set free. I bind up the evil spirits that are tormenting you. They're bound in the authority of Jesus Christ. I bind up that strong man. Strong man, you must release that man, that woman. Take your sicknesses, take your pains, come out of their mind. Come out of their heart, come out of their body now, quickly, go. In the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, go. Release them. These monsters, the powers of witchcraft, go in the authority of Jesus Christ. Release the people of God. Come out quickly, come up. Come up and out quickly. The power of the blood of the Lamb. The power, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has defeated you, witchcraft. Now, you inner witch, I bind you up. You inner witch, I bind you up. Release, release, let go in the authority of Jesus Christ. Release. And Holy Spirit, I'm just asking that you would fill each and every one that's listening to this podcast Fill each and every one with your love, your joy, your peace, your power, your presence. Thank you for the deliverance and healing that's taking place even now. Even now. Even now. I bless you, my friends. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 